Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another serving of Business Soup Talk Radio. If it's in business, it's Business Soup. I'm your host, John Dibbavoise. On this serving of Business Soup, we're going to be talking with a publisher on getting the message out. Doesn't matter who you talk to, publishing a book is still king. So we brought in Jesse Krieger. He is the publisher for The Passionate. If you've got a message and you want to get that message out, if you're an expert in whatever field it is, write a book. Listen in, sit up, pull up a chair, because Jesse Krieger from Lifestyles Entrepreneur Press is going to be serving up all the ingredients to getting published right here on Business Soup. Jesse, welcome to this serving of Business Soup. Looking forward to the conversation, John. Thanks for having me. Well, Jesse, you are the publisher for The Passionate. And I tried to deliver that in the most passionate way I could because everybody has a passion. And oftentimes we think, well, you know what? Maybe I ought to share that passion and I want to write a book. But when I sit down and I stare at that screen, my eyes go cross and I'm looking at a blank screen all day. You're a publisher for The Passionate. What are some of the things that will get me started to get my ideas from bouncing between my ears down onto the screen or onto a piece of paper with a pencil? Old school. How do I start? I think the best way to look at it is if you feel called, you feel inspired to write a book, but you perhaps don't know where to start or you just stare at a blank page, is to start by thinking about the process you use that you've gotten results for yourself and or your clients. And if you can look at the sequence of events that both you went through to either build the business you have or the practice or the whatever it is that you're doing professionally and overlay that to start to think about an outline for your book. All right. So what's the easiest place to start if I'm going to write a book? Certainly, if I'm going to write a murder mystery, that's probably not something I want to write out of experience. Well, the biggest question of all is fiction or nonfiction. We're predominantly working with business owners, entrepreneurs, doctors and health and wellness professionals, and like spiritual type of leaders. We publish a few fiction titles, but quite frankly, it's a totally different ballgame for fiction relative to a nonfiction book that's related to your business and professional focus. Well, one of the things that my audience is well familiar with is I tell them, pick the industry that you're already working in, that you're familiar with. Become a public speaker. Get involved in speaking coaches. Could be Toastmasters or others. Toastmasters is one that I started off with. Get involved in learning the presentation, how to think on your feet and such. Working within your own industry, you can come up with ideas. And one of those ideas could be to take your expertise and put it down on paper. So what's the first First thing I do when I sit down, I've got my idea, I've got my passion. Where do I start? If you've got an idea and you're ready to start, then that's good. But for some people, there's a process of clarifying the idea of who is this book for and what is it going to teach them or what are they going to come away from this book? Learning, understanding, knowing. And then it's what are your own motivations as an author to write it? What is your big win on the other side of this sometimes daunting process of writing a book? 
Let's back up for a moment. Let's get back to what is the end goal. It's kind of like in business, what is on one of my five points? It's a solution. What is it that you want to accomplish with this book? Is it amassing great fortune by telling people how to do this? Or is it getting the message out so that you can help, whether it be spiritual or in a technique? You have to identify what the end goal is in order to be able to get to the solution is what we call from my business of my five points. So that's how I'm understanding that aspect of the writing process. Like Stephen Covey said in a very, very famous book, right? Start with the end in mind in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. A book is such a project where you can't just sit down and knock it out in one day. It's not like recording a podcast episode. It's not like writing a blog post. It's a project that needs to unfold over weeks and months. And so it's important to think, where does this fit in to where I want to take my business over the next year or two? And how do I want to be positioned and perceived based on the knowledge and so forth that you're sharing in your book? And within those two answers is a huge opportunity. Think of it this way, like as an author, being on media, being shoulder to shoulder with other potential companies that somebody would hire, you stand out head and shoulders above the rest if you've literally written the book on your topic or area of expertise. This is one of the best invitations to get on different media, including podcasts like this. Absolutely. As well as if you know someone's written a book, pretty easy to get a sense of what they're an expert on or what they have authority and expertise on and how that positions your business, calling a spade a spade. People are willing to pay a higher price for a best-selling author or somebody who has established authority in their field when it comes to selling services, products, experiences, and so forth. An example that I have often used as using a subject matter that a friend of mine was in the auto parts industry, not an exciting industry standing on one side of the counter and people coming in for spark plugs and things, but he was an expert in it and he was at the forefront of taking it from the old physical inventory into the digital world and he wrote a book about it. I didn't understand what the heck he was talking about 20-some years ago, but he became in the forefront of converting from the old pencil spreadsheet into an electronic spreadsheet and being able to know where the the parts were within the store without having to be there 20 years and know, oh, over there in aisle four, bin 77B is where that particular item was. Now you can't go into a store like that or any grocery store, even Home Depot. They will take out their little handheld computer and say, oh, what you're looking for, that screw size is over here in this bin, and they'll walk you to it. That was an excellent example of being an expert within his industry, and then he wrote a book about it, and then he became widely popular and a consultant. And now when I call him, his secretary answers. You know, she's screening my calls, you know, my good friend. It's fascinating how that phenomenon plays. Once the book is out, if the trend that you're writing about continues to evolve, you could very easily become the book that gets passed around to other people in your industry. I've seen this with our own authors dozens of times. We have a book called The Concussion Repair Manual, a great book for anyone that's had a brain injury. And what do you know, once somebody's read it and gotten a good experience from it, they start recommending it to everyone they know. And then you create this effect by having a good quality book that addresses a specific need or helps solve a specific problem. And 
then you kind of see where history unfolds, right? Like with my own book, Lifestyle Entrepreneur, I started writing it 10 years ago about having a virtual business that you could run from anywhere that supports a lifestyle you love. 10 years later, that's become a much more trendy and popular (laughs) approach to business and lifestyle compounded by everything being online now. And so I couldn't have foreseen that 10 years ago, but I knew that there was something valuable to help people think of structuring a business to run online that supports what they love to do. You're in the business of helping people like myself or my audience that want to write that book that they are passionate about. And at what point do they call you and say, Jesse, I'm stuck? To be 100% honest, we mostly work with authors that either have started writing or in some cases have written their whole manuscript. And we come in and do all the support on the publishing side, editing, design, layout, formatting, marketing, distribution, sales, business strategy. I really don't play as much in the, hey, so you want to write a book? Well, what would you write about? Oh, let's hear your idea. Because I actually don't see it as my role to tell anyone they should write a book, but there's a lot of people that feel called to write a book. And as they take some steps in that direction, we have an array of ways to support them. So once we're in that relationship with the author, it's a continual contact more than it is like, hey, I'm stuck. Oh, funny. I haven't heard from you in six months. What have you been doing? All right. I have written what I think is the next bestseller. I am ready to go. What do I do with this mountain of paper or this computer full of information? What's my next step to get it onto the bookshelf? Great question. I mean, this is really where a publisher becomes a valuable partner. Once somebody's got a first draft of their manuscript or even one that's in development, a publisher like myself can tune into the editorial side and helping refine what you're writing to really meet the market and be positioned in the best way. So advising on that final stage of the writing and editing process, but then the visual branding and cover design, which includes nailing that title and subtitle combination. And then the book is born in terms of the visual aspect of it, when you've got a cover and you've got a title, subtitle, and that becomes the elevator pitch for your book when you can just share somebody the cover or tell them the title and subtitle. And then we move through that into the marketing strategy and setting the release date and really mapping out a whole marketing game plan based on whichever modality the author is best suited for. So if it's interviews like this, sort of an unscripted, like interactive conversation. Some people are great at that, whereas others would gravitate more towards writing articles or blog posts or something that's a written media. They don't necessarily want to be on camera and upfront. And so we sort of have this conversation of where do you want to lean in to the market with your marketing and then make a big concerted push to get in front of a bunch of audiences and reach a lot of people that would be great potential readers and clients. That's a three, four-month process of executing on that marketing plan, and then the book finally comes out. If we've done everything great, then it places at some bestseller ranking, but now it's actually phase two where the book's available, and the next 12 to 18 months is the real window of opportunity for how to position that book and leverage that book's positioning for your business. You've dissected it. You've improved it. You've checked my grammar, my punctuation, everything, which for me would be a lot. But I now have a book. How do you put all of those pieces together? It's bound to what and who designs the artwork and how important is that? And the font and, you know, the size and all of that stuff. How is that decided? 
Sometimes we'll design 20 different cover designs before we settle on the one. And so it's an iterative process of seeing options, discussing them, trying new revisions, and ultimately narrowing down to the one that's going to be the real winner for the cover of the book. For the interior, like fonts and layout considerations, that's the layout design stage. And similarly, we'll create a few options with different font style, different illustrative design for breakout boxes or subheaders or chapter titles. And when we've got the direction we like based on a sample, then we lay out the whole book. And at that point, we're getting very close to being able to print it and produce a digital version of it as well. Speaking of digital, before I go on to now we've created the book and you've created the artwork and every, everybody's on the same page and it goes out for distribution, which one of the distribution models is more important or profitable for the author and for everybody? Is it the printed one that goes into the bookstores or is it the digital one that can be downloaded onto my Kindle or my smartphone device? The answer is all formats. In terms of publishing, I don't think of just picking one. We're just going to do paperback or we're just going to do digital. Once we have the book and the book is final, then from there, we've got a paperback. We create a digital version, highly encourage the author to narrate an audiobook version. And it's all the same product, so to speak, but at least three different formats with a fourth being a hardcover. And then you've really covered all the bases. That breaks down to maybe 20 to 30% of our book sales are digital, 50 to 60 are physical, print or hardcover, and 20 or so percent are audiobook sales. And so you've got a fairly broad distribution between the different types of books. And that's just a reflection of reader preferences. Some people only listen to audiobooks. And if there's not an audiobook, they're not going to buy the print book instead. So like you could miss out on sales by not having the format available, but some people, for example, love Kindle or love electronic books and they have a whole collection, but they wouldn't listen to audio or order a print book. And then you've got purists that want <laughs> the physical book that you can hold in your hand. And that's a big part of the market too. So you got to cover all four legs of the book. They're all four corners. I'm an audio book type. I am an audio guy. I like to listen to not only the words, but the presentation and how the reader is presenting the emotion that is being portrayed in the book. I'd rather listen to a sports game than watch it, because I find that the sportscasters are able to create an image in my head with their words. My radio background, that's what I always say, is you want to create an image of what you're talking about and how it plays out in front of them with the words that you choose and the, the way in which it's delivered, just like what we're doing right here. And on that point, John, yeah. that's really the best argument I can make for the author narrating their own audiobook. Because think of it this way, you have the opportunity to be in someone's head for five, six, seven hours, delivering your best content, your best stories, and that creates a connection with the listener that's irreplaceable. And so for that reason, I highly encourage all of our authors to narrate their own audiobook so that people can have that experience you just described. We're talking with Jesse Krieger about his business, Lifestyle Entrepreneurs Press. And if I want to encourage anyone to do a book, first of all, you got to write it down. For me, it doesn't matter what order the words come out. Just get it written down and then you can edit. And just like our five points are in the successful business, 
I see this playing out the same way. You have the idea, you have the plan, you have the people, the execution, and the solution. Well, we've covered the idea, the plan, and then the people. There you are. There's Jesse right in front of me in this lockdown mode here, and he's the people. So now you have the execution. You've brought it all together. You're bringing together your thoughts, your words, your solution, because in business, the best sale is something that solves a problem for the business. And in the case of a book, whether it be any one of the four legs or all combined, as we talked about the four corners, you have to have different distribution. Distribution is the most important part. Without it, you got nothing. Jesse, my book is done. We've got all four corners. What's next? How do I get my message out there? The publishing process culminates in the book being distributed and available everywhere books are sold. And so where this is all headed is that through any retailer, not just bookstores, but your target, Walmart, are both major players in book sales, and neither of those are bookstores, right? Amazon started as a bookseller, but now is the everything store, (laughs) but they sell a lot of books too. Libraries, academic channels, there's a lot of different places that books are sold. And for us, we have a distribution setup such that we provide to all retailers. And therefore, it's just available anywhere somebody's looking for content like what your book is on. And so that's the part in terms of the distribution is making it available everywhere books are sold and meeting that with demand, creating and capturing customer demand since it's available wherever they may be looking. Those happen to be the magic words too, like Robert Kiyosaki with Rich Dad, Poor Dad would get on radio shows and he'd say, my book's available everywhere books are sold. That's right. He didn't send people to one place and he created an army of people going into bookstores and others saying, where's the Rich Dad, Poor Dad? What do you think happened next? All of these bookstores and all these places where people are asking for the book start ordering and stocking and putting it on the front shelf. And so you've got to meet distribution with demand and that is the the circle of life is complete. When there's demand and distribution, the ideas get out. They get into people's hands and they're available in the most broadly available way. Speaking of distribution, expanding on that, you say it goes out to everybody. How is everybody going to know that my book is now where all books are sold? What do you do for that distribution and the marketing and the public relations? It's twofold. Internally, we have a 50-person sales team with our distribution partner. We advance these books five, six, seven months before they actually come out. And the sales team goes and sells to all of the retailers and raises the awareness. You should jump on it. This book's coming out. While that's happening, us, the publisher, and the author undertake a public-facing marketing campaign, getting on podcasts, getting on media, getting articles published, building your own platform. And that's what connects the dots between the demand and distribution. Turning this around, pointing the finger at you, how did you get started in creating this? What led you to this mission with Lifestyles Entrepreneurs Press? I've been an entrepreneur in some shape or form my whole life, which has been an amazing, wild-ass journey in and of itself. Essentially, I got into publishing through being an author. I wrote my book, Lifestyle Entrepreneur. I started writing in 2010. It was released in Southeast Asia in 2012 at a publisher over there, Kanyan Publications, that was great, really helped me out. They did a lot to promote as well. I was speaking at book fairs. I was signing books and doing events. And it became a number two business bestseller in Southeast Asia. 
From there, I got another publishing deal in the US, updated the book to be US focused, and then the book came out again in 2014. So after that time, I really tuned into like book marketing and how to make it work, how to build a business around the ideas in the book. Did about 100,000 or so in sales from the offers I featured in my book, training people to start a business, coaching them. And then I started working with other people that were authoring their own books. And one after another, they eventually said, can you just do it for me? And what do you know? I named our primary offer Done For You Publishing. Six years later, Done For You Publishing. But now we just basically support authors through the entire publishing process and got over a hundred titles now in the market and it's really a fun adventure every day. Publisher for the Passionate, speaking with Jesse Krieger, founder of Publisher for the Passionate with his Lifestyle Entrepreneurs Press, and he is just a serial entrepreneur all of his life. It's a wonderful way to be. I tell everyone who listens to this program, have your own business, doesn't matter what it is. Jesse's got his publishing company that helps you, me, everyone who's got an idea that has put it down on paper, get it out into a book because no one is going to be able to take your advice if they don't know you exist. And so you have to have distribution along with the other five key elements of a successful business. And that's what we're talking about, folks, is making sure that your business, your ideas get out of your head onto paper and into press. Jesse, I want to thank you for being a part of this serving of Business Soup. Thank you so much. This has been another serving of Business Soup, where business comes for business. I'm John Debevoise, inviting you to visit the website for more servings of what is best in business. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.